and welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for being here. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. <sighs> yeah, and I know this has been going on for months, but I know that some of you kind of just listen. I'm going to say hickledy pickledy, as my hubby says, uh, meaning that you might not be aware of this, but if you're listening on a podcast, you can actually also get this on YouTube on my Facebook pages, um, yeah, all the ways. We've got video, we've got audio, we've got whatever way might be most ease for you to listen in. The other thing that you might not be aware of is that I actually have two podcasts. So one is called The Glenice Show, and it ran from 2013 until, oh gosh, 2017 maybe? 2018? I'm not even sure. Um, but there's hundreds of podcasts to listen to. So if you go to your favorite podcast app or go to glenisehughes.com, you'll see a little button that says radio show. You can access all of my over 300 radio shows. Uh, and then of course, this podcast is called Tools to Create a Better Life. So I'm also often getting emails and questions from people about um, not finding certain shows, maybe they've listened before. And so that's why, because there's two podcasts that you might want to search. So there you go. Okay, what are we going to talk about this week? Well, <sighs> inspiration from the Being You Changing the World class. So this is a class that Dr. Dane here, who is a co-founder of Access Consciousness, facilitates. And I must tell you, because this is funny, I only just took it for the first time. Mm -hmm. I know. I have been studying the tools from Access Consciousness since 2011. I have taken the most advanced of the most advanced classes. And this one, I resisted. Hmm. Hmm. Imagine that. So yes, I attended it uh, in December of 2020. It's an online or they, you know, you could mostly online because of the COVID things going on right now. Uh, and wow, just wow. And again, I have taken the most advanced of the most advanced and wow. I highly recommend this class, guys. It is, it is, it is so much. It is so much. And a lot of people, and I'm not sure that this was the energy behind my choice of it, but I know that a lot of people assume because it's, um, it doesn't have very many prereqs that it's maybe not going to be that in-depth of a class. Hmm. I promise you, if you do anything with Dr. Dane, you will find out very quickly that it's not about um, slowing down. It really is about going as far as the specific class is willing to go. And our class was willing to go, go, go. I mean, it was so amazing. And one of the things that he spoke about, and I've actually spoke about this before. I did a 31 day program on it last year. Um, there's a class back in 2015 called The Home of Infinite Possibilities. And it is whew, amazing. And I know it's like five years ago, like that can't be relevant, it is. Um, and so with that class, what Dane, and he spoke about it again this weekend in this class, what was going on for him was there was just some some upset with, with him and Simone and Brendan and, and uh, and he kind of had like a temper tantrum and he 
was like, okay, that's it. I'm leaving. I'm going to leave access. I'm going to go do my own thing, uh, blah, blah, blah. And what he realized with it and his level of vulnerability, because I mean, I just look at that for myself, like imagine being in that space, you're pissed with people um, and, and you know, you probably don't want to have the conversation with Gary about it. And yet, and yet he did, you know, this is the thing with Dane that is always so inspiring to me is that he's willing to go there. He's willing to whatever, be judged. He's willing to look like an idiot. He's willing to be totally vulnerable. And this is, you know, where he went and he was pissed. He was, you know, all of the things and he was willing to have the conversation and, and realize that he, he wasn't committed to him and his life and he wasn't committed to access consciousness. So when something came up like this, what would happen then is that's it, he would leave. And I can so relate to this in my own life with specifically my marriage. And, you know, so we've been now married 23 years this year. Oh my gosh, it's so hard for me to even comprehend. I still feel like I'm 23, so how can this be? But anyway, uh, and you know, for so many years, this was the thing. If I was mad at him, if I was upset with him, if he was a jerk, if, if whatever, that'd be my first thing. Okay, well, uh, we must get a divorce then. Now, I probably only said it 10% of the time it was going on in my head. The other 90%, it just stayed in my head. But it was just like this, this ridiculousness of, well, that's it, I'm out. Well, that's it, I'm out. And, and so what Dane was talking about one of the billions of things he talked about in class was really that willingness to to commit to you and and in the foundation manual there's a there's a page you know a fairly short section um, about it but it's like the commitment to being commitment to being you and and being you isn't a definition and so this is something I would say I probably struggled with um, and might have been part of the reason behind the resistance of this class is like being me I felt like okay well then I'm I'm a sister and I'm a wife and I'm a friend and I'm a business owner and I'm a, and and all of those can be very contracting because there's a definition with it and and it's it's kind of this avoidance of that and also then with that the avoidance of committing to being yeah and i know right now it might sound like is she talking english what is she saying what just just allow yourself just to, to be present with this and and not try to figure out what i'm talking about um and maybe it might even contribute to get your bars run while you're listening to this uh just to really get that sense of what what committed to being is for you. What does that look like? And so for me with, with business, again, something that I really, really did a lot prior to studying Access Consciousness, I, I did business. I wasn't being in business. So if you would have seen me 10 years ago, so I started my business in 2002, so it's been 18 years, my goodness. You know, if you would have seen me 10 years ago, I was, I was probably being a little bit, of course, but for the most part, it was very um, planned out. Everything was figured out. I had, you know, I spent a lot of time figuring out what the classes were going to be like and what I would say at what time. 
literally what I would say at what time would be written down. Um, and there was no space for me to be me. And, and I probably couldn't have even given you an energy of what I was or how I would have been me at the time because I had learned what was right and what was wrong very, very early within the business. So as a, as a business owner, as a class um, teacher, let's say, you, you know, the right way to do it was to um, show up very early, stay over lunch in case anybody had any questions, um, never use profanity, never use or say anything that would offend anybody or upset anybody in the class, um, stick to your script, <laughs> And I mean, I just, I think of that now and that's just so mind-blowing to me because it's, it's so not what I do now. I mean, I do pretty much the exact opposite. I just show up. I don't plan things out. Sometimes I do, I shouldn't say that, sometimes in my um, classes, some, I'll do one-off classes on a topic that I found in the reference materials that, that I really relate to in that moment and so I will look through the reference materials and get some information but it's not from the place of and at 10.05 we will talk about this and at 10.07 I will be saying this it's not that and and not that it's wrong to do it that way but what I kind of looking back now what I'm so aware of is how much that was done so I didn't be me because what I had decided was me was wrong you know, makeup. Um, I don't know if you can really see that well here, but I've got like red eyebrows. Um, you know, like that's having cleavage. I mean, you just don't do that as, as a professional. I'm on video. I mean, who knows who might see this? I should look very different. I should be very different. It's like that, that was then. And that is not who I be now. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that, you know, years ago, probably about five or six years ago now, my body asked for contacts. I never, I never really did makeup much uh, because I wore glasses and I always felt it was wasted. Um, and then my body started asking for contacts and I was like, well, I can't wear contacts. Why did I have that decision? Because years ago when I was 12, I tried them and they didn't work. Um, maybe they've changed. So anyway, all the things of just that willingness to be me without the definition of what that means. And being me doesn't mean I'm always having, I'm always looking like this because I am not. There are times where I, you know, don't do anything at all and I still will go on video. I don't have the point of view that I need to look perfect to be on video or that I need to look a certain way. It's like, I just get to be me. It doesn't matter. I take pictures and put them on social media of me first thing in the morning. Um, usually I'm cuddling my sweet little kitty cat. Uh, but like, really, what is that for you? What is that being you for you? And are you willing to commit to being you? Meaning there's no back doors, meaning you can't, um, not you can't, but there's nowhere in your world that you would step out and where, you know, with within the marriage before, I always had one foot out, you know, so energetically I had like, you know, my two feet and there was one in the marriage and there was one outside of the marriage, meaning at any point, if he upset me or pissed me off or something wasn't the way I decided it should be, I was out. I was totally out and it's exhausting. At least it was for me. It was absolutely exhausting. And yet I continued to choose it over and over and over. 
It's also another thing we talk about in foundation and I've got foundations coming up. Of course, you can see the link. Um, if you are on a video with me, there'll be a link somewhere. If you're listening to the podcast, you can just go to glennysuse.com um, forward slash upcoming. I think it's upcoming events with Glennice or something. Anyway, message me. I'll get you the link. Um, even spelling my name can be tough. Like <laughs> it's a tough one, but anyway, on and on. Uh, so another thing we talk about in access is the distractor implants and relationship is a distract can be a distractor implant. It doesn't mean it has to be, but it can be. And so along with my, my lack of committing to me, I was also utilizing relationship as a distraction, meaning that I would spin in that, well, he's not this, so I'm leaving him and he's doing this and I'm leaving him. And, and so, you know, all of your energy goes into the distraction rather than, okay, what would I like to create? And that's one of the questions that I used probably most effectively in this situation was that, that of, you know, I'd be, I'd catch myself in something, you know, kind of in that energy and I'd go, okay, truth. Am I distracting myself with this? And 99.99999% of the time it was a yes. And when I got a yes, what I would say is, okay, what else could I choose? What else could I choose? What else could I choose? So turning it to something totally different, turning it into the creation energy. So if it's like, okay, that's it. I'm leaving him. Okay. Truth, am I distracting myself with this? Yep, okay, what else could I choose? Oh, I could go for a nap, I could go eat, I could go create something in business. I mean, there's a billion other choices. And, and it just got me out of that, almost like what you'd call a habit of going into the distraction. And it also got me to recognize that I always had a choice. I always had another choice. The distraction was one choice and it wasn't a wrong choice. It was just a choice. But what I wasn't willing to do anymore was unconsciously distract myself. So I had to at least admit I was doing it. If I was going to continue on, fine. But I had to at least admit to myself that I was doing it. And honestly, as soon as you admit it, it's like, oh, I'm not even going to bother anymore. Um, at least it, that's the way it was for me. But I was like, no, no more, because it, it often felt like it was out of my control. And this is what happens is distractor implants are designed to distract you from it. And then, of course, your lack of commitment, in, in my case, my lack of commitment to being me, um, you know, putting those two things together. I'm surprised I had enough energy to get out of bed, to be honest, when I look back at how much I was utilizing it. But then just the choice to change it. Just that choice was like, okay, okay. And I probably honestly, I mean, I bet a year or even longer that I used that question, truth am I distracting myself here? Because it wasn't just relationship. I was distracting myself with money stuff. I was distracting myself with body stuff. I mean, probably every area of my life I was distracting myself with. And business was a huge one that I was using distraction with in terms of, really defining me as my business. Like I was the business, I was everything. And so I, I was available anytime. If somebody wanted me for a session at, you know, 8 p.m., I was there. And I say that because 8 p.m. for me isn't a fun time to do work stuff. I, I will be there at 8 a.m. 
I'll be there even heck 7 a.m. Maybe even 6 a.m. But 8, 8 p.m. That's not fun for me. And it's interesting because I had a gal email this week and she's looking for an online foundation. And she said, you know, do you have one that's in the evening so that I can do it, you know, while working? And I just sent her a link to all the people that are doing online foundations and said, you know what? I love facilitating in the morning and the early afternoon. Evening is not my, my time for that. Hubby and I have our time in the evening and it's just, it's just not fun for me. And I'm willing to know that now. I'm willing to be present with that now. And I'm also willing to send somebody somewhere else that would fit better for them rather than, oh, how can I be that for them? How can I bend, fold, staple, mutilate myself for them? But when you're, at least for me, when I was doing business as a distraction, when I was defining me as the business, that wasn't even a consideration if it worked for me. Was what do they need? Oh yes, I'm there. Yikes. Yeah, so anywhere in any of your life that you might be doing that, well, you just start and create it all. Return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, podpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, that is the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. If you're not familiar, go to theclearingstatement.com and you'll actually see Dr. Dane. In case you haven't even met him yet, you will see him uh, explaining how the clearing statement works. Yeah. So for Dane, once he realized that he wasn't committed to him, he wasn't committed to his life, he wasn't committed to, to access for him. Um, and then he realized he had a choice. So he could continue that way, but it wasn't working very well. Or he could commit to him. And what that means, like when you are truly committed to you, you show up, you be present, you have the, I'm going to say the difficult conversations, but I don't mean that as a judgment. I mean that you don't run away from those. I mean, you go, hey, this isn't working. What could we do different to change it? You know, instead of, you know, my example of, you know, if Abby was being a jerk, rather than just kind of going pouting in a corner like a victim of, oh, he's being a jerk and I must leave him. It's like, okay, what what's going on? What, what What's required to change us? Like actually having the conversation uh, and, and so many different areas. And then in business, it's actually being in business, not doing business, but being in business. Now being and doing are often go hand in hand. So I still do, obviously I'm doing a video right now uh, and I'm being. If I was doing it from doing, I would probably have a script and I'd be like, oh, it's, you know, 20 minutes into the video, I must say A, B, C, or D, you know, like all those things, but really just actually being, being. Yeah, so the, the, um, the class that Dane was speaking of, I mentioned it already, I'm gonna say it again, Home of Infinite Possibilities, they also have a book. And so I did a 31 day program last year and we'll put a link to that. Or again, if you're listening, you can just message me or email me and I'll get you that, uh, that link. And it is based on the home of the infinite possibilities and really committing to your life you're living to you. Like ultimately that's what you want. You, you want to commit to being you. And that means the, the biggest piece, at least for me was if I'm committed to being me, there's no more judgment of me from me. Other people absolutely go to town, but of me, from me, no. If you are committed to being you, 
There's no more judgment. <sighs> Everything that just brought up while you just started and created all right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah. Like imagine that. Imagine never judging you again. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say, ah, oh gosh, I mean, if I was going to put a percentage on it, I would say I'm about 75% less judgy of me than ever before. And that's huge. For me personally, that's huge. That, that, is, that is really exciting. And what would it take for it to be 100%? Yes. And that is really, you know, if I look at any of the classes that, that, I, that have an energy for me to say yes to in terms of attending, or even the things I facilitate, each one of those is really to inspire me to choosing less judgment of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is, guys, it's a choice. It's a choice to choose less judgment of you. And it's a choice when you choose to judge you. I know, right? We don't often acknowledge that. We often see it as like, it's, uh, it's just what happens. That's just, that's just the way it is. I don't have any control over it except you do. Each one of us, no matter what we're doing, we're choosing it. And so if you're willing to recognize it's just a choice, then you'd actually have more space when it's, when you do it to actually choose something different. And that to me is number one, is just acknowledge it. Like that's step number one, acknowledge you're judging you. Acknowledge you're not committing to being you. Just acknowledge it. Hey, look at that. Okay, I'm not committing to being me right now. Or you're in a distraction or something. Again, the, the reason for that question, you know, truth, am I distracting myself here? Those things allow you to acknowledge what you are choosing. And in the moment you do that, the moment you're willing to be honest with you and vulnerable with you, you could choose something else. But that's the part that really trips people up and tripped me up for a long time and still can is that piece of the honesty with me. I shared a, a photo on Facebook recently and it's from a waterfall in Bali when hubby and I were there two years ago. Uh, and I, I shared it and I spoke very, very openly about how when we went there, you could actually jump into the pool of water go up the other side and then water slide down the uh, the waterfall, which for me, being a water gal, I mean, it is like a dream come true for me, except as I stood there, I knew I couldn't do it. I knew physically I could not do it. So I had to be honest with me and look at the choices I had been choosing up to, up to December of 2018 was not choices that were creating a body that was strong and vibrant and um, and had the ability to do that. And that was a very difficult, difficult moment for me. And what made it even more difficult, and it was awesome, was there was a, a girl there who was going to do it. And, uh, and she said, oh my gosh, she said, I'll see you over there. And I said, oh, I, I won't be going there. I didn't go into it with her, but she said, oh, she said, you're not? would you mind videotaping me? And, uh, and, and uh, anyway, so I said, sure. And I got her 
I think it was her email or something. And so I videotaped her doing it. And it was, it, and I say it was hard because one, I just so wanted to be doing it, but also it was awesome because it was really like a, a real wake up call for me and what I had been choosing towards with my body. And it became the kind of the starting point for all the changes I've made in the last two years. Because that night when we got back to the Airbnb, I started searching personal trainers here in my, um, in my area and found one. She had her own gym. It was amazing. I had been working with her for almost two years. Um, I haven't seen her now in a few months, but I have continued my own thing. I started jogging. I started snowshoeing once the snow came. Um, I have resistance bands. I do all these things. But all of that came from me really having to admit what I was choosing and it wasn't what it wasn't the future I would have liked and it was what I was choosing so I had to admit it first not judge me for it although I did a little bit of that um, but had to get out of the distraction of it and look at okay what can I choose now and that led me to the personal trainer which for the first year that's what I did and then starting in January of 2020s when I started changing and doing um what's called alternate day fasting, meaning I don't eat for about 40 hours and then I eat a couple meals in, a th in an eight hour window and then don't eat for another 40 hours. Anyway, alternate day fasting, you can, you can search it and find out more information about it. I think I also have a show called Is Food a Choice? And that I believe is all about the alternate day fasting also, at least for me. It's not for everybody, but for, for me, it's worked really well. And, and so if we are willing to acknowledge what is and we don't judge us, or at least stop when we catch ourselves judging us and then look at, okay, what, what would I like to create? We can change anything, guys. We can change anything. And it's the start of the commitment of being you because when you look at what, can, what, what would I like to create or what choices do I have here, that's what you're doing is you're starting that commitment of being you with that energy. <sighs> so anything that doesn't allow you to commit to you will you destroy and uncreate it all right wrong good battle nine putt shorts boys and beyond so yes come and join me i have of course so many foundation classes coming up i've got so many other classes um i would just love 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 to play with you so thank you so much for listening in and i look forward to chatting again next week